Hey there, I'm Nanzea, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Okay, so before we jump into the episode, I am super excited to share a brand new freebie with you. It's my targeting ideas for Facebook ads. If you've dabbled in Facebook ads or you've done them and you've tried them and you're just looking for some fresh inspiration for your audiences, this freebie is for you. I share my top Facebook ad targeting groups for you so that you can have inspiration and find those people that are perfect for what you have to offer. From warm audiences to cool lookalike audiences to cold interest-based audiences, I cover all three in this freebie. Head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash audiences to grab your copy today. On today's inspiring story, I am chatting with Kaylee Dennis. She is a former teacher turned graphic designer for TPT authors and a toddler mama, and she is going to be soon navigating the life of two kids. We had such a great chat. We talked all about her journey into teacherpreneurship and how she shifted her business to follow her passion, and her joy. And I really, really hope that you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. So let's dive in. Welcome to Market Scale Grow. Kaylee, how are you doing today? I'm good. We're doing really good. Awesome. Can you start by letting everyone know where you're from and if you're still teaching what you teach? So I am currently living in Nova, so Northern Virginia, uh, close to D.C., um, I am not currently teaching right now. Um, I uh, took a break from teaching about two years ago when my daughter was born um, back in 2019. And I'm not sure if we're going to go back towards teaching. Uh, you know, once everything kind of settles down, I'm, we're expecting another one. So I'm not sure if we're going to go another year or so with this new one um, before I go back into the classroom or if I'm going to go a different route. So, but we're not currently in the classroom. (laughs) When you were teaching, like what grade or subject? So I started off by teaching kindergarten that first year I was teaching and I loved teaching kindergarten. Um, I loved the fact that they kind of soaked up so much. Um, But I just, uh, I just didn't feel like I fit well into, um, I don't know, I just didn't feel like I fit there. Um, And so I talked to my principal about it and we moved to uh, first grade. So I almost kind of looped with some of my kids, which was really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had some really strong bonds with some of those kids. Um, And then I spent three years in first grade before I had my daughter. I worked at a school that looped, just everyone looped grade one, two, and then three, four and five, six. So there was you and, um, 
you taught like morning with one grade and then afternoon with the other. So I had like a grade one class and a grade three class. And then the next year I had the same kids in two and four. And I absolutely loved it because you do, you really form those like really close bonds with the kids and you get to know them so well. And they become like kids already become your family, but when you're with them for two whole years, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's so cool. Yeah. I really like, like it. Like I was invited to birthday parties. I was invited to like dance recitals, like a little bit more intimate that second year when they kind of see you as more than just your teacher. It's kind of like you created a bond with their parents as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then because I did that a couple, like in grade, the second year I did it, I had some kids who were in fourth grade and then their siblings were in my first grade class. So that was also really cool that I had like two of them that I was working with. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Awesome. So how did you get into the teacherpreneur world and what does that look like for you? So back in 2017, uh, when I was still teaching, um, one summer I decided that I was, my husband was like, you have all this stuff you created, you know, about teachers pay teachers. So why don't you go ahead and like pretty them up and figure out all the things that you need to do to upload everything to TPT. So I started in 2017 with TPT. Um, and I'm still currently doing teachers pay teachers, but, um, my main focus turned to kind of like graphic design, sort of speak. Um, back in about March, um, I had a friend, Jillian Fernandez. Oh, I know her. Yeah. Yeah. She's really, really sweet. So she messaged me um, and I was doing graphics for like a giveaway page on Instagram. And everybody kept saying these graphics are great. Da, da, da. So Jillian reached out to me and said, hey, I am doing a another launch of my program but I also want to do a, um, a giveaway. Can you create this graphic? So I created a graphic. She fell in love with it. And then she's like, can you create all of my graphics? Like, I just want everything redone for my launch. So I started just creating all of her graphics, probably did more than I probably should have at the beginning, (laughs) but you kind of learn from it. Um, but she was amazing. She told me every detail that she wanted changed. Um, and since then, and kind of after she advertised for me, since then, everything's kind of taken off. Um, so I also had uh, an author kind of reach out to me to create Teachers Pay Teachers products, a sort kind of um, to go with her books. Um, and she was also extremely sweet. She was very, uh, she knew exactly what she wanted. She kind of already had some ideas in mind and she just wanted me to create them for her. Um, so that was another kind of stepping stone in this kind of graphic design kind of journey for me. Um, but I've always really enjoyed creating things for Teachers Pay Teachers, but this might sound kind of weird, but I always hated like the, once you get done with your product, you're like, oh yes, I'm done. I've got it up on my Teachers Pay Teacher store. And then it finally hits you and you're like, now you got to advertise it. I'm like, no, 
Um, and so I always hated that, but I enjoyed still kind of creating the graphics for it. So I still enjoyed creating the Pinterest pins and the Instagram things and printing things out and coloring them and making them kind of like being like advertising, if that's a word. <laughs> and so I knew that since I still enjoyed that, but I was kind of taking a lull in my teacher's pay teacher's kind of like creation stuff. It's like, okay, I still like this. Why not offer it to somebody else? Why not be able to give these, like my skills to somebody else? Um, and so that's kind of what Jillian helped me realize was you are going to be able to do this on your own and you can, you know, you can share these things with other people. So, um, and now it's just kind of become a passion of mine, which is really nice, um, which it's hard when you become a mom to kind of figure out what things you're really passionate about, um, like new things kind of, you know, yes, you kind of already have old things that you're passionate about. But when it comes to finding new things and trying to find another kind of income, uh, that was a little hard for me. And now that I've seen, like, I've actually seen my work displayed on Instagram and on Pinterest and things like that. And I'm like, okay, it's happening. It's real. <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's, it's been nice. So ever since March, everything's just been kind of coming in. So that's been really nice. It really, really is or like I personally really struggled with that as well when I had my, my first child and everything changed. And I felt like the old Jen Zaya was gone, even though she wasn't. And I think all moms kind of realized that eventually, but she was gone. Yes. Oh, I and absolutely I understand. No idea who I was. I had no idea who this thing I brought into the house was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hated all of it. <laughs> Yes. And I really, really struggled. And this is like a problem, I guess, with social media, but everyone seems to be so in love with their kids and these instant bonds and blah, blah, blah. Or there's these other accounts that are trying to make you feel normal when you don't have that. But yeah. they just, I don't know. I, when I was going through it, it just made me angry of like, you don't actually understand, even though now in retrospect, they did because they were yeah. in my spot. <laughs> but I was just like angry with everything I saw. Yes. Like either people with perfect bonds or people who quote unquote didn't understand me because they were going through exactly what I was going through. And I just couldn't figure myself out. So anyway, long rant short, I totally, totally know what you mean of like who you are as a mom. It takes some yeah. time to like readjust and figure it out and like come into yourself yes. after that such a huge change. Yeah. Cause I remember, so I remember when, uh, my little one was, probably about like five or six months is when I was like, okay, she's napping. Okay. I can do things during this time and this time and this time. And I was able to like pound out different products on teachers, pay teachers. And it was so nice. And then she dropped her nap. Like dropped, <laughs> dropped a nap. And she was like, I was like, okay, I only have this one nap during the day to work. Um, and now that she's, you know, after two, she's still napping, but it's like, you know, maybe you can get a little 30 minute work in here, maybe an hour. Um, but 
dropping naps really sucks because you just you lose that momentum that you used to have when you were you know when they were a lot younger and so that that's also another reason why I kind of uh, lost my momentum in creating teachers pay teachers products because I was like I'm trying to focus on what else I have to do to advertise well if I create another thing, then I've got to advertise that. And if I create another one, then I got to advertise that. And so I just started really trying to prioritize what I wanted to focus on. And it was that graphic design element that I really enjoyed. And I was like, okay, if you are going to really try to commit to something like this, you need to go big or go home. Yeah. (laughs) So it's true too. You get that momentum and it's almost like they can sense it of like, Oh, yes. mommy's in a groove. Time to change things up. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Why? Yeah, like, okay, great. Cool. <laughs> and I'm sure now when the second one comes, I'm just going to be like, okay, so I'm just not going to be able to do anything at any time for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when my first came and people had always been like, good luck having a shower or whatever. Right. And I was like, this is easy. I put him down. I know he's going to be down for 20 minutes. I just put him down and go to the shower. Yeah. I realized that these people were talking about like, after you have a second kid or a third kid of like, now you're trying to balance three different schedules. And like, yes. yeah, then I, then I understood the like, good luck trying to get a shower. In. Yeah. Not to scare you. It's no, cool. no. I, uh, I'm pretty sure that first month I never brushed my hair. I just popped in the shower, came back out, and just my hair was always a mess. <laughs> with the second one, I remember being with my husband, like, I have to shower. Like, this is my only goal for the day. Like, I don't care what happens to you and the kids as long as you're all alive in seven minutes when I get out of the shower. But I need this time. Oh, no. I need and more than seven. Life. Totally need more than seven. <laughs> anyway, back on track. <laughs> um, so what are some of the big like milestones or challenges that you've had to face in growing your business? So definitely the biggest milestones for me were those first few people who reached out to me for graphics. So like Jillian reaching out to help her with her relaunch. And then the author who reached out to me to create some um, some products for her. Um, so I think those were two really big ones. And they helped me realize that this is actually something that I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I have to, you know, I got to sit down and prioritize what needs to get done. Um, but also some of the like the things that I've realized over the past few months that I've been working with graphic design. Not everybody's going to love what you do. Uh, you know, I think that goes with teachers. It goes with other graphic designers. It goes with other Instagrammers. Like no one, no one's going to be perfect and not everybody's going to love what you do. Um, but you've got to prove to yourself that you love what you do and you've got to pick your head up and you've got to keep going knowing that it's okay that they didn't like your stuff. It's okay if... (laughs) It's okay if they, you know, bad mouth you for a little bit, but you've got to keep your head strong and you've got to keep pushing through and you got to keep pushing forward. So that's, that, that's been something that uh, I've realized recently. It, with me being a perfectionist, it's hard for me to have someone who doesn't 
uh, necessarily love what I do. Trying to please everybody has been a struggle for me because I'm a perfectionist. And so I want to give, you know, 10, 11, 12 different edits of something that someone wants. But my time is very, very valuable, especially since I'm only able to work, you know, those short periods during nap time or short period during the beginning of the morning. Um, Cause the rest of my day is dedicated to my daughter. You know, it's kind of, it's hard to juggle um, the perfectionism that I have and the, you know, it's okay. You, you're a mom, you, you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to tell them you're going to have to stop. You know? Yeah. So that's been a little bit of a struggle for me. Um, it's also been kind of a wake up call trying to figure out more guidelines for myself as well as pricing for myself. You know, I, I feel like that's something uh, people who major in business know how to do. And I'm just like, I, I went to school for early childhood education. <laughs> I have no idea. So I feel you on that. Like the pricing is a really hard thing to figure out of what is fair for me and the work I'm putting in and what's fair for the clients that they're getting out of it. And what's like all the different things and trying to balance that and being afraid that if I increase my prices that people are going to be like, no, you're too expensive. But then exactly. calculating how much time and work you're putting into something and be like, well, I really need to. And just like trying to balance it all is, yeah. is such a challenge. And I mean, it, it really does. Like, it really does affect me. Like I get really sad and not necessarily depressed, but like upset when I can't complete something for someone because they don't like it or, uh, you know, I just, I can't dedicate all that time to them. So yeah, <laughs> that's been kind of a struggle that I've come across lately, but luckily I know it now. So I can kind of push uh, forward and understand that that's going to come as you continue to work on graphic designs for other people. Yeah. I can imagine too, because it's like that artistic output of, and artistic things are so personal and like, you're so, would be so emotionally involved. I'm not an artistic person at all, but like, I can see how you would get so emotionally connected to the work you're mm-hmm. doing that it would be really easy to feel like, even if it's nothing you did, it's just a personal difference, yeah. how easily it would be to just take it so personally. And I don't, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> So at this point in your business with the graphic design specifically, mm-hmm. how, if at all, are you marketing your services to get more people and let people know that this is a service that you offer? Yeah. So um, currently I'm really just exclusively on Instagram. Um, I, you know, I'd advertise with a couple of graphics on my feed that I do different graphic design. But then I'm also trying my best as an awkward, you know, almost 30 year old trying to create reels <laughs> for, <laughs> for my graphic design. Um, and that's actually brought in a lot of people, but um, I would love to be able to figure out different outlets that I can um, have more people come. So I'm thinking Pinterest might be the next step for me. Um, I have a Facebook page, but I don't really use it and don't really know how to use it properly. 
I had somebody reach out to me like a month or so ago and I just found it in my inbox uh, like a week or so ago. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I think if anybody's really trying to contact me, just please go to my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that too. The I don't know why, but it's almost like Facebook doesn't want you to find those message requests, or if someone messages you through your Facebook business page, it's like, yes. they don't want you to find these things that yes. are like hidden off in some dark alley. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, exactly. you're here. What? How long have you been here for? I feel yeah. that pain. Yes. Um, and with the Facebook business page, because Facebook ads run through the Facebook business page, just know you are not alone <laughs> feeling that way. So many people don't know how to use their Facebook business page, don't feel like it's important. And I think that that's partially like how Facebook has it set up of like, you have to have it, but we don't really give any priority to it. Yeah. And we're not going to really show you how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so much more attention put into like Facebook groups and that piece of Facebook now, like building the community there. And I think that really is the most powerful part of Facebook at this point. Yes. Just so you know that you're not alone. <laughs> Nobody knows how to use this. With my awkward, with my awkward reels. Oh, I wrote my email for my email list for Thursday. And I actually put on like, I haven't danced and pointed at the air in like over a month <laughs> because I have taken a break from Instagram pretty much for the summer. And I hadn't realized like, how exhausting I've been finding making reels because I also am an awkward like early 30s and I it just doesn't feel <laughs> natural to me so. yeah I'm like I'm always looking through reels trying to find trending auto or audio or like trying to find something that I can also try to do just like I don't have energy for all what these people are doing <laughs> something like, where, where are you getting this so true okay rapid fire questions what is your favorite social media instagram always always instagram <laughs> yes um favorite tool or software that you use in your business i have a couple um procreate being the first one oh. uh i have you know, I just recently got an iPad like a couple months ago with Procreate and I love using Procreate. It's a learning curve, but uh, there's a lot of YouTube videos on it. So you just sit and watch YouTube as you try to create. Um, but I also use, you know, good old PowerPoint. Uh, what a lot of teachers pay teachers people use, but I also use it to create other things. Um, and then I use something called GIMP. It's similar to Photoshop, but it's a free, um, it's a free tool. There's also a lot of YouTube videos on it. Um, and that also kind of helps me to edit certain things. Uh, but that's also a huge learning curve for me as well. Uh, but those are probably three of the biggest things that I use. Cool. I've never heard of GIMP before. It's G-I-M-P. So GIMP. I will look it up. I will put it in the show notes for anyone who's interested too. Okay. Um, and then I have got sucked in to 
um, people's accounts who post videos of procreate, like just sucked into watching yes. them do things. And you're just like, wow, that's so pretty. I am not into the stage yet of showing off my handwriting or my drawing or anything. Cause it still looks like my kindergartners could have done it. Um, so we're not at that stage yet. Um, hopefully with a couple more months of working on things, uh, maybe I'll have a little bit more of, um, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for a little more oomph to put myself out there. <laughs> I don't know. Well, when you're ready, I will get sucked into those videos <laughs> all day long. I love them so much. Um, okay. Last question. What advice would you give to someone who's just starting out on their teacherpreneur journey? I love this question. Okay. So my biggest thing, give yourself a lot of time to complete your projects. You think you're going to have, you know, you may say, you know, I can get your stuff done for you in three days. Don't give yourself three days. Give yourself like a week or more because you never know what's going to come up while you're teaching during the week. You never know as a mom what's going to happen during the week. Your child could get sick and you're like, I can't complete it in three days. Um, so give yourself more time to complete your projects. Um it's also like it's just more rewarding to have a product done uh, that you're proud of, that you've taken a lot more time to dedicate towards um, than if you were like, okay, it's done in three days, now it's done. Um, if you say, you know, let's say I'm making a logo, give yourself like a week and a half. Um, that way you have time to go back and forth with that, you know, that consumer who wants you know, specific colors and be able to really take the time to dedicate something that they're going to end up loving. Um, that's my biggest, that's my biggest advice. I love it because it's so true. You want to really want to, when working with clients, like over deliver, right. And say like, Oh, I can do that in like 24 hours, but then inevitably something happens and you're just like, so we ended up in the hospital, right? Exactly. Like, or my child had to get an x-ray today. So yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. For anyone who would like to connect with you and see your amazing graphic design work, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram at the dentist crew. Um, if you go into my link in my bio, you can, you know, there's a form there. I'm in the process right now of trying to edit that form so you can see some of my previous work so that you're not just like, well, I don't know what to look for. Um, but you can also, I have a highlight saved with a bunch of different logos and graphics that I've made in the past. Um, so if you want to look for that stuff that's on my Instagram. Awesome. I will make sure that that is linked in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for coming on. It was such a pleasure talking to you. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's inspiring story. If you'd like to share your story with us, then head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash journey and complete the quick application form. Then head to our community at marketscalegrow.com forward slash community so you can join our group of inspiring teacherpreneurs who are working on growing and scaling their businesses too.
See you soon.